What do you value most? What you value most will either advance you toward your goals or prevent you from attaining them. The wrong values and priorities can derail your trek. The only thing that separates towns along the High Line, U.S. Route 2 and Eastern Montana, is miles and miles of unimpeded high plains. Nothing but grass and wheat, a long strip of asphalt, and a parallel rail line. The plains are utterly glorious in their expansiveness. You can see forever and then some. The suggestive freedom on that open road was contradicted only by the human strife that seemed to pervade the area. We'd traveled the High Line for four days on our honeymoon tour. Conversations with locals spotlighted an irony. I found it difficult to fathom given the magnificence of the surrounding landscape. Some of the people there, we were warned, didn't get along and could be unruly. The locals strongly urged us to make a beeline for North Dakota. When you are 50 miles from the next town in a place like that, you feel a bit more vulnerable to equipment failure, to an urgent need for personal services like food or a bathroom, or to people wondering what you are doing on their home turf. So when the bite valve to Debbie's water supply flew off and, abetted by a strong wind, vanished into the tall grass alongside the road, we felt compelled to find it. Debbie's water began spilling out all over her. On hot days like that one, and especially with long distances between services, we had to preserve as much water as possible. Without the bite valve, a lot of bubble gum might have helped, if we'd had some. Duct tape might have worked in a pinch too, just as it does for about anything else. Regardless, we didn't have any spare bite valves on board, and without one, Debbie wouldn't be able to drink frequently enough to endure the heat of the day, let alone those that would follow. We couldn't purchase a specialty part like that at the local convenience store, which was at least, oh, 30 miles away. As Debbie held the gravity-fed hose upright to prevent further loss of water, we looked for the missing part, carefully reconstructing the incident to narrow down our search. A half hour later, we had exhausted our efforts with nothing to show for them. An 80-mile day awaited us. Any more time spent searching would probably be unfruitful and would only cost us more time. We needed to make special provisions for Debbie's water supply. Something of such little monetary value can become priceless to the right person under the right circumstances. We often take these things for granted until circumstances change. Suddenly, the seemingly insignificant becomes the linchpin to bailing us out of a dilemma or to fulfilling our mission. Debbie and I didn't appreciate a bite valve until we discovered the hard way that we couldn't get along without it. It certainly is curious how we ascribe value to things. If we keep coming back to the monetary measure, we'll be disappointed. That scale doesn't always work. An old photograph of a lost love 
a timely piece of advice from a mentor, a meaningful relationship with a trusted friend, or a difficult life lesson learned years ago in the School of Hard Knocks are treasures of infinite value that money can't buy. You won't find inspiration or wisdom on sale at the local department store or at a high-end auction house. You may not even find them at institutions of higher learning. What do you need to pursue your goals and dreams? I guarantee you it's not just money or possessions. If you focus too much on acquiring such things and then assume the burden of managing them, you may never find your way out of the wilderness. You'll be too busy or just plain distracted. As for us, our roadside quandary ended well. As we began to cycle away from the scene, Debbie's last glance toward the side of the road spotted the bite valve, propped up in a tuft of tall grass. Wow, heaven had just returned our phone call. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Matthew 6, 21. Personal Reflection If your house was on fire and you had time to retrieve only three things before escaping with your life, what would they be? If your doctor said you had only three months to live, how would you spend your remaining time? When you arrive at the end of your life, what legacy would you like to leave behind? This has been Tim Bishop. Thank you for listening to my podcast entitled, What Do You Value Most? You can follow me on social media using the handle at Tim Bishop Writes. Check out my website at timbishoprights.com and subscribe to my newsletter there. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.